Welcome to another edition of Michael L. Craver Presents. Enjoying a beautiful and cold Tuesday, January the 12th, 2021. Going through some of my information here. So professional, right? Trying to multitask and do the show and look through all the changes I got going on. Those of you wonder, what's he doing his downtime? Four things at once. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm doing in my downtime. I'm uh, I'm looking at uh, my uh, options for life insurance here in front of me. I have uh, several checklists of things that are topics for the podcast. I've got some Q&A questions for the podcast in the background of my computer. There's probably been a different episode. Um, and then I have other things that uh, I was looking at uh, how to perhaps trim a little fat or as some of the guys and I have said, thinning the herd which is in reference to me restructuring my bills and uh, doing things from a, a fiscal perspective. Just you're going into the new year. You know, a lot of people are, I'm going to join this gym and I'm going to do this and this is going to be my new regimen. I'm going to read this book and I'm going to do these things. It's great to have discipline and great to have structure. Uh, and in adding those things, wonderful. But what about the existing things you're already doing? You know, you may think that um, you're going to the gym, that's going to be your thing. Well, what if you just change the positions or the way that you perform uh, at your job? Maybe you were sitting down all the time, working from home. Don't just stand up while you're working from home. Move around a little bit. Mute your mic and exercise now and then, whatever it might be, right? Uh, those of you who have those, those kinds of options. Uh, I'm looking at the different offers for car insurance because I... Do business with USAA, with AAA, with uh, other folks like my bank and everybody else wants to offer me life insurance as well. So I'm just looking at some some different avenues, the cost, the benefits. I know that a lot of us do that every year with our health insurance as it comes up for time for renewal. Maybe you just went through that struggle and you're trying to balance out. Oh, man, how do I do the math on this? Okay, the deductible is this many and... I'm going to pay the monthly premiums of this, and I mean that's you got to really think about it. It's some of it's about that vulnerability. It's you know whether you're willing to live with not having insurance, but hey, it's a nine thousand dollar deductible anyway. So I'll just pay out of pocket. There's no way I'm spending more than nine thousand dollars anyway. Why would I give them a two hundred dollar a month premium? So I've given them twenty four hundred dollars a year. Yeah, but you're going to go to the doctor a couple of times, which might cost four to $500. So you're spending eight or 900 bucks out of pocket. Or you can pay them $2,400. Yeah, but, I mean, then I'm covered if, yeah, if you pay $9,000, then you're covered. It's catastrophic, right? But there are people who will, you know, try to teach you all these things, and in the long run, right, that you could try to put your medical debt on, like, some kind of lifetime $10 a month payment and consolidate it down and, you know, there's all these silly things that you'll see on social media, TikTok being one of those things where people are always trying to put these little hints in there about how to keep from paying your taxes and keep from paying your health insurance. And then you look around and you go, why are my premiums so high? Well, maybe it's because the people around you are delinquent on their premiums. And so it drives up the cost of your premium. The people who are paying have to make up for it. It's just like theft. People who run out of the store without paying, they have to raise the price of the people who do pay to make up for the cost of theft. 
or to pay for the loss prevention people or otherwise. This is very simple stuff. I was looking down my list of, you know, different things. And I saw here, and I'm looking to my my right, I've got this Hewlett-Packard, this HP. What's Hewlett-Packard? Everybody knows HP computers. HP.com, right? I got this Hewlett-Packard mouse beside of me, which has hardly ever been used. Because I was talking to a friend of mine, and old Johnny B. I was talking to him the other night. Before we were getting ready to watch a movie. Getting ready to watch Wonder Woman, I think. Anyway, I was freehand pouring some Dr. Pepper into a very large glass. How I miss the glass is beyond me. It's one of these oversized beer mugs you can get for like a dollar. That's strong, hard glass you can beat somebody to death with. And uh, missed the glass. Well, it hit it and then some went everywhere. It went on the keyboard. It went on the mouse. And I own a Logitech G300 mouse. Not very expensive. It's about 21 bucks now. Apparently it used to be more. I think it's worth more. <laughs> anyway. And my mouse has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, maybe 9 buttons. I think you can click the wheel. Two buttons behind the wheel. Two buttons on the right. Two buttons on the left. And the regular two buttons. And you can assign those to do anything. You can copy and paste. You can move forward and back on your web pages. You can refresh. You can do all these things, right? Now, spilled Dr. Pepper into that mouse, and it's not clicking the way I wanted it to. And it's unresolved at this point. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to tell you this story, and yet I don't have a, a happy or a sad ending. I don't have an ending yet. So I'm looking online about how to repair it. And for, if you have the, the average mouse, essentially you can take a pocket knife or anything that's got sort of a slotted screwdriver, and you can just sort of pry. You don't have to be gentle but don't be rough and you can pop the top of any basically any mouse off for the most part and you look down in there you can clean it with a q-tip or rubbing alcohol or whatever what's the secret well this first step in it well the first step in any process is to obviously to give a fuck but the first step in this process in cleaning is number one you gotta gotta care enough to clean and then look use Whatever you want with a lack of a complete circuit, electricity. That's the key. The key is turn it off. You want to know what to do with your phone when it gets wet? Turn it off. What's going to fry the circuit board when electricity goes through it and meets water? Michael, now that's just, how come nobody else is saying this? It's everywhere. It's easy. You turn off your electronic device before you put any water in it. Or if you get water in it, you turn it off immediately. Well, I mean, there's no guarantee that it's going to work after the fact. No guarantee. However, it is very likely that it will work if you have been quick with your response. If you clean and then completely dry out the area. So... It's yet to be determined, but I cleaned the mouse several times with either using like uh, Windex on Q-tips and things like that. But the way that mouse is on the inside, it's layered like a pyramid with the different buttons from left going down inside. And I just couldn't figure out the mechanism for the main click switches because they're they're hidden almost underneath with these white slots. It's every mouse is like this. If you're getting curious and you just want to take your mouse apart, you don't have to. Go watch a YouTube video. 
But um, it clicks back together very easily, you know. And, you know, the girl, she was just like, well, just buy another mouse. <laughs> I was like, well, I said, I'm thinking about it. It's only $21. I thought it was a lot more money. I was, the principle of it is that I have committed to having a high aptitude for things and a high standard for me being able to fix random things myself. I feel like I should be able to fix this mouse, get this soda out of it. Now, what did I do? Like, yeah, I cleaned it with Windex and a Q-tip. And then I took foaming soap and took it to the bathroom and squirted foaming soap on top of it and ran hot water throughout the mouse and thoroughly <laughs> rinsed that thing out. And then I put it in front of an industrial fan, and it's been sitting, uh, it's actually been sitting in the, the floor for a little while. It's kind of cold, but after it had been sitting in front of the fan for maybe a day, day and a half, I picked it up and I shook it, and I saw water droplets, you know, hit my hand, and I said, not yet. I mean, it ain't ready yet. I'll update you on the next uh, the episode to uh, to tell you whether or not my, my cleaning method works. But uh, soap and water was recommended through some forums, though... And this is my word to the wise and the, the theme of the rest of the show. Be careful with what information you read and what information you practice. They can be two different things. You can read something and know, hey, that's full of shit or not. And yeah, there's people who are going to tell you, you know, oh, you know what you need to do with your mouse. You, what, you just throw in the dishwasher and run through there. I'm not going to tell you that that might not work. I don't know enough about electronics, to be honest with you. That much exposure to water, even without electricity, might uh, the cycle and the spray and the pressure, that might adversely affect what you're trying to do with the uh, circumstances. And, and I do not encourage you to take your phone or otherwise apart if you don't know much about electronics or you know, you're just on the fly. Now, if it's a spare piece, you bought one for parts, you just want to play... Do it. Do it. Try it. That's my that's my good mouse. <laughs> this other HP mouse has got a left and a right. And it's got a it's got a ball on it, so it'll scroll up and down the page. But it does not have all the other functions. So when I go surfing the internet, I have a button on my regular mouse. I can click and go back a page, forward, whatever I need, right? I miss that uh the shortcuts. You know, when you use your Keyboard the same way. You hit, you know, Control-C to copy, Control-V to paste, Z for undo, and all. You know, I hope you know all the basics of a keyboard. Jesus. 2021, that ought to be second grade for most people. Right. What else is on my list besides the soapy mouse here? Yeah, put shutting off your phone and, and denying it electricity, denying it energy, and that can work for any appliance, really. I'm not encouraging you to clean anything with water and soap, but if, if you unhook it from the wall or the USB port or otherwise, and you deny it electricity, you can actually clean it that way. Um, you can clean your battery terminals on your car with, with battery cleaner, uh, that kind of stuff, and that's a foaming solution, just like I put foaming soap into that uh, Logitech G300 mouse over there. It is what it is. Um... In the meantime, I had also put something about the unrest in D.C., but, I mean, that, that just ties back to what you believe. You know, a friend of mine, was he'd put up on his statuses how they'd, oh, they arrested the Pope, I'm hearing things. It's, it's, it's been fact-checked, it refuted, and otherwise, and people just, 
no, no, it's true. It's got to be true. They're still waiting on that Bigfoot body to show up and Jimmy to produce, you know, the evidence of him being abducted by aliens and so forth. I mean, it's, you know, you have to consider those levels of supernatural um, belief whenever you're taking people's feelings into account. Oh, you can't tell me it's wrong. I feel that way. Do you? You feel like you got abducted by aliens, Jimmy? Well, it's just not true. The truth and your feelings can not coexist with each other. They could exist with each other. I feel it's unjust, the verdict they gave that guy. Okay, well, maybe you think it is. His criminal record is not going to change based on your feelings. You can have an opinion on it. You can be wrong. You know, I can't be wrong. It's my feelings. Okay, well... That's why we have laws. That's why we have, you know, checks and balances and courts and mediators. And apparently, I've played Halo Two too many times in my life. I got ready to say our arbiters. <laughs> we got arbiters. No, we don't. Master Chiefs fighting the arbiters. Um, we we have auditors and fact checkers and things of this nature and people who, you know. Can you imagine the the guy who's the 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 social justice warrior going on Jeopardy, <laughs> and he's Alex. I'll take maps for six hundred. Well, this is the country located just south of France, and uh, Jimmy, Doo-doo. what is Portugal? Correct, sir. All right, maps for eight hundred. Oh, this country is located next to the United States, just north of its borders. It's their maple leaf neighbor. Mexico. But I feel like it's Mexico. It must be right. You can't tell me my feelings are wrong. Oh, it's geographically uh, Canada. Uh, Stage left. And that's where you get that old vaudeville hook out. You hook them and off the stage. And that's what they're doing, people in that nature. They're putting on the performance. Those are the people in the back of the Uber who've uh, sat there and they're on YouTube and they're, you know, just going to town. This is my Uber. No, you're drunk, you're belligerent, you're, you know, he can refuse you service. Oh, no, you can't. You know, this, yes, he can. They can refuse you service if you don't wear a mask, the same as if you don't wear shoes, pants, shirts, whatever it might be, you know. These folks who are fighting about this kind of stuff, they're not fighting. These hippies weren't running around. You can't tell me not to show my nipples. They can, in fact, and they called it indecent exposure, and that's what they did. And they, they did the same thing with the mass. They imposed a civil penalty or whatever and, and have not really pursued it as much. But uh, if you swear to uphold the law and then you're a sheriff who says, like, I'm not going after people who don't put their mask on, then you're not upholding law. I mean, they could basically throw you out of office, take away your benefits if they wanted to. Oh, no, they can't. Really? <laughs> you can tell them that what they that the legal mandate is bullshit. They got no ground to stand on. They're not going to hold it, right? You're, or you're not going to uphold the law, right? Right. Now, if you say they unjustly fire you under... <clears throat> but the law, and they say, well, we're not going to uphold that law. Fuck you. You're out. No, the law protects me. you got to enforce the law. you got to observe the law. Oh, is that right? So do you want to, like, come back over here and uh, tell people that are wearing a mask they're going to get a $250 fine? No, upholding the law is, oh, it's, yeah, 
yeah, I guess you're not doing your job, so get them out. You know, it's it's really simple. You know, it's and if if you need a double standard, uh, I don't know if you you like that trickster kind of stuff. You know, the fair will come around at some point after COVID, maybe if they're still in business. But those people weather the storm. Um, be a lot of carnies and and they'll have fun houses and mirrors and you know mazes and you can go through those things. You know, it looks like uh, it's a path that you can go down and then you slam into the glass. Oh. Man, should have made that left turn at Albuquerque, uh, as Bug Bunny would say. But this wild double standard that people have about being able to express themselves and they need to be heard and the right to be heard and this life matters and, you know, this oppression. And then, no, we're going to silence this person. We're not going to listen to them. Where are you going to get your information from, right? If you consider all points of information and you're intelligent, you've had, you know, a history and education beyond right voluntarily increased your knowledge are you out there surfing the web are you out there looking to increase your practical skills are you doing any projects yourself i paid this guy to install these blinds great i think that's something that you know might be important to you for your privacy and you want to to work you know in a cost-effective way you don't own a drill or hardware or have the knowledge, fine. Maybe you're not going to use a drill for much else. You don't know much about how to, you know, find the points of entry for these things or, you know, what's going to be the best way to lay tile or otherwise. It could be cost prohibitive, right? You could pay somebody to do the job for 600 bucks, but for you to buy the materials and the supplies and do all this stuff. Oh, man. But you'll know how to do it yourself. Now, that could be the thing. If you want to have the knowledge, do it yourself. Have the pride that you did it yourself. I mean, this towel. What happened to this towel? I don't know. Earthquake happened. <laughs> Came and shook the house. It was an earthquake. Shook this towel all up. Left the rest of the house perfect. You know, you may have a floor that looks, <laughs> that looks like the beaten path. But you can have a sense of pride that that was your first attempt at it. You're happy with it. Whatever it might be, right? People, they have this wild sense of, you know, with digital photography and everything else, this wild sense of duplexity happens in the world where they want to run around and wear, like, the old stuff, right? The the ragged jeans, the tie-dye t-shirts, the, you know, I'm going to go out in my sweats. You know, they're going to wear leggings out in public, even though, you know, leggings were always a thing, you know, in my generation, it was like leggings. You come home from ballet practice, put your trench coat on. And nowadays, it's like, nah, we're wearing leggings. We want to show off. We want a sense of pride. Don't be catcalling us. Catcalling? What you wearing that cat suit for? Hmm? Remember what Catwoman wore? Yeah, half leggings. Don't want no catcalling, huh? No, it's just something, something to think about. You look around and you think the world is full of these weird points of view. They, just, they don't add up. What makes you think you can call them weird, Michael? I'll tell you what makes me think. <laughs> what makes me, what allows me to think I can call them weird? Free speech. On top of that, you have a double standard. You run around, you know, portraying this person, but don't want to be accountable to be that person. Dave Chappelle's the one who's saying that, you know, he, 
I think it's a firefighter, but he's talking about wearing a uniform. He says, you know, here he's out in public, and there's a woman who's dressed like a hooker or a you know promiscuous woman, and he walks up to her and tries to talk to her and tries to get with her, and she says, "What do you think I am?" And he says, "That's how you dressed." You know, he said somebody runs up to him. There's a fire in the bathroom, and he's wearing a fireman's outfit. Dave, go put out the fire in the bathroom. Just because I'm dressed like a fireman doesn't mean I am a fireman. And it's a very simple idea. You may think he's being obnoxious or something, but he's not. I mean, you know, he's, he's just a guy who's making an observation. Why do you think people buy cop cars from auctions and tent the windows up and try to clean them up and drive around like morons? They're going to think I'm an undercover cop. Uh, if you have, you know, the little buttons on top of your door where you can push the combination and get in, you're not a cop. If you have any sorts of license plate that's, you know, normal, stickers all over the place, if it's not clean, not tidy, I mean, there's all kinds of imperfections on these cars that just would not pass a master sergeant's inspection or just wouldn't be anything the captain over patrol would be happy to have out there representing his department. Quite frankly... Undercover cars and otherwise are well-maintained. And if you don't have hubcaps and things of this nature, you ain't fooling nobody. In fact, we're mocking you for buying a car from a police auction and thinking you're Jake and Elwood Blues running around like some... It's just obscure. They're trying to trick people. That's what you're doing. You're trying to trick people. You're trying to have this pseudo-guise of law enforcement or... You know, letting people pass you on the highway or, or you pass them or whatever your sense of identity is, is broken, right? Because you, you have a codependency on them. And if you're a police officer, uh, you work for the municipal, uh, you know, and you're, you're a police officer. If you work for the county and you're a sheriff or, or, or another agency and you have an off-duty car that matches, you have a charger because your own duty is a charger, I completely understand where you're coming from. However, if I'm not speaking as <laughs> a double standard, am I? I'm talking about people who are non-sworn officers who are outside the profession versus people who have the profession. And those are two very different areas. And it's where do you get your information? You know, I think that guy might be a cop. Based on what? He's driving the Dodge Avenger. Well, it, it looks like it looks like what? It looks like an Avenger. It's not a Charger. Go on your merry way. You know, there's all kinds of guys who are running around out there with, uh, we, we, you see this, the crime shows. They've got, you know, what would be a passable car in some kind of B-movie to be a cop, you know. And uh, I think if you take the idea that I'm talking about with these people who dress a certain way and they're switched over, put it into the protests and the pictures that you're seeing on your social media and abroad about, well, Antifa looks like this, protesters look like that, and Republicans look like this, and those people look like human beings to me. They all may be wearing obnoxious outfits, but maybe that's so they'll get a picture taken of them, and now you're taking a picture of them, and you're passing it around, and if his goal was to be famous, like many of the people who run around and shoot up schools and otherwise, you've now made him famous. You voluntarily made him famous. He's not pumping his picture out there. You are. You're contributing to any sort of prophecy that he had or wishes that he was trying to bestow upon the universe. He's out there, and his hope and a prayer is to be 
you know, notion uh, to greatness one day through, yeah, probably something quite silly. Well, that's silly. Why would anybody aspire to that? Look at your reality TV shows, people. We've been looking at reality TV for 25 years, and people look around, and they still wonder why people act the way they do. But it's the general public who is fueling the advertising and the numbers and those shows who has people out on the streets acting that way. You didn't have the same kind of civil unrest and everything you had in many ways in shape or form until music turned in the direction it did. And now with the crazy, you know, you got the people from the the clowns, the insane clown posse who's got that culture of drugs and rock and roll was drugs and then you got rap that's going to, you know, we're going to shoot him and we're going to diss him and we're, you know, it's all just filled with all this negative connotation. It's filled with an atmosphere that is through this, your glasses are tinted and your message is bent under the guise of mostly hatred. It is. It's mostly hatred. It's it's based on many things that can go underneath that hatred umbrella. If it's envy, if it's greed, if it's an accumulation of wealth, or just being able to, to look at other people and saying that they're different than you. That's a status symbol. I am a status symbol. If you're not me, you are beneath me. You have a lower status. I don't see how. I mean, we're all people. Now, if you want to compare your... Uh, I'm the valedictorian. I was the best in my class. All right. So, we're all leaving here, and we all got flat tires. Who can change their tire? Well, these guys and those girls. And How about the valedictorian? Can they change their tire? But I thought they were the best in the class. Guess they didn't go to automotive. Didn't go to shop class. Well, uh, you know, it's it's based on statistics. People lie with statistics. I remember... Me and Dan were sitting in a um, meeting in uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina at a restaurant. And these man, general manager, he's got an MBA from Greensboro from Bryant School of Business. And he's, he's going through these numbers. All right, so next quarter, and we're expecting this. And this is where we're going. And this is what our time should be. Our intent to return from our customers should be this. We should have these standards. And I wrote this number down, and I passed it across the table to Dan, who laughed out loud in the middle of the meeting. He said, huh? <laughs> and boss man turned and looked at him. Dan, by the way, because I'm not, I'm not put, throwing you under the bus here. Dan is, he's Mr. Fuji. So he, the boss man turns to look at Mr. Fuji over there, and he says, something funny, guys? Dan's like, no, Michael's being stupid. He's like, oh, okay. And he continues with the meeting, because apparently... Okay. What was on that paper? What made this disciplined young man laugh out loud while he's reading these very serious corporate numbers we're going to be going by? I'll tell you what it what it was. It was something I read a long time ago. Very simple. One sentence. It says 27% of all statistics are made up. Then <laughs> you do the math on that. And we laughed. I still, you know, I, I'll pull that line out every now and then. You can change the number if you want. Use it. Run with it. I, I don't remember where it came from. Maybe I could Google it and 
should be more responsible with this podcast. Maybe I'll put it in the description of the show. But, you know, that's it boils down to that. You know, I read that piece of information somewhere. It must be true in some way, shape, or form. And it's like that with the things that you read online. It, you, he didn't say that. These people weren't on the Epstein list. Those people weren't arrested. Was the, the Pope was arrested. Whatever it was, you know. You, where are you seeing this? It's from these uh, news outlets. And uh, what what reputable place are you getting this from? Well, the other place, they're just... They're spitting the news from whatever angle. Now, look, if you want to change the narrative, put some of your people into school, get them journalism degrees, and put them into respectable positions and change the atmosphere from the inside out. That's the only way that conception happens, from the inside out. Well, you know, you want to conceive an idea, make it happen from the inside out. These are relatively simple concepts. It is the, the basis for human existence. Survival, procreation, from the inside out. But, you know, people don't want to look at themselves in the mirror. They don't want to think about what their sources are. If they, Maybe they've had it wrong all this time. I don't mind. One of the many luxuries of having as little or as few purely emotional relationships as I have is that the general concept is I am operating with the best information. Not the best of intentions, the best emotions, whatever. But the best information. That's a big picture thing. I, you, Oh, that's how I feel. You can't change it on me. That's how it's going to be in the future. So I'm prepping you or I'm letting you know this is my courtesy to you. I'm on your side. I'm trying to give you the good information. But you don't care about my feelings. I do because this is the way it's going to be from now on. It's the new discovery. The world is round now. It's not flat anymore. I just can't get away from the flat thing. <sighs> Give it up. Give it up. She's too young. Leave it alone. You know, that's one of those things where you need, and the, the flat thing is in reference to puberty and so forth and so on you need to grow up you need to have grown up ideas you need to have this sense of as we say with flooring or other products acclimation you need to get adjusted to the atmosphere the way it's going to be the way you need to perform under those circumstances if not you're not going to have your best performance you're going to have flaws you're not going to do everything that you're capable of doing you're not going to live up to your full potential take your clothes run around with them in a blizzard, run back inside. Man, I'm freezing. This t-shirt just ain't enough. Yeah, you can dress for the weather. But I really wanted to wear my favorite t-shirt. It ain't going to protect you in the snow. Like, that's not the best piece of information. That's not the best preparation you could do. And when I say to you, like, here's what's coming down the line, and you could do better preparation because it's going to rain tomorrow, and you should adjust your plans and carry an umbrella and keep a coat and... Oh, man, I want to go on a picnic tomorrow. Well, if you want to go sit in the rain, you just take your umbrella. You can stake up and sit underneath it and have a picnic. You could adjust the circumstances. Sit under the shelter at the picnic table. But not everything is possible in all environments at all times. So you might have to adapt and overcome. And this idea that you've always gotten your news from this place or you've always read out of this one book or otherwise, you know, the world is a 
happen and hop and change in place. So for if you think that you're going to run around on, you know, credit and the interest will always just keep going up your whole life, you never have to, you know, pay it down or break even or, you know, your your credit score is never going to get any better, right? It's only going to get worse. And if you look at like what I was saying earlier about healthcare, you know, if you're not paying down your healthcare bills, you're not taking care of yourself, you're not being preventative in a way that you don't put yourself into unsafe or uncertain circumstances that are a better gamble than others. You're probably going to incur higher health costs, right? I haven't had health insurance most of my life. I'm trying to think if that's true. If I lost it at 20 or 21, I guess that wouldn't be true just yet. But I have not had health insurance coverage most of my life. I've not had dental coverage in 20 years. Um, vision probably the same. It's just how I'm built. You know, I, I look at it and I go, you know, I'd rather do something with that money. Yeah, you can put it in the bank. Yeah, you know. What about when you get sick or something? I just go pay urgent care or whatever out of my pocket. Now, for the most part, I wouldn't go see them for anything. Just because. I mean, I've broken um, this thumb. Stress fractures in toes amounts to two or three. Three broken toes. and so It's not a lot of stuff. The concussions that I've had have not been anything the medical profession has done anything for me about. And I guess they won't unless they... Test me for uh, chronic traumatic uh, encephalopathy after I'm gone. You know, the CTs, the football players, and otherwise get. But I don't let it bother me on a daily basis. Uh, I consider it when I'm making future decisions. I try not to slam my head against the wall. Or if I'm wrestling around with the kids, yes, I avoid them hitting me with an elbow or a knee or stomping on my head. You know, I might have laid on the floor with my head flat against the concrete in the past. But now, I put it on my bicep. Got kind of nice arms. It's good padding if they decide to stomp on your ears. Now, next thing is tell the kids, don't stomp on somebody's head. Here's the consequences. Don't be afraid in the right circumstances to protect yourself. But in for the course, the um, purposes of horseplay, don't do anything the horse wouldn't do uh, and be able to still play with you afterwards. So if a horse stomps on your head, what's going to happen? Right. So don't stomp on my head. You want to throw me off your back or go running through a fence or something, that's on you. But uh, it's really hard for people to change. We are creatures of habit. And so when I tell you to get news from a better place, that your belief system might be a little outdated, that you might find better and more informative information as time goes on, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have a vaccine for whatever before. Now we got one. They never had styrofoam to stick between your seats, the... I don't remember what they call it, the buckle buddy or the seat buddy or whatever it is. You know, now you can go on Shark Tank and find all these clever things to lay on your back and roll around and pop your back and exercise your spine and save money on massages. Chiropractors, great. Chiropractors still exist. Doesn't mean they're outdated. Just a different way of doing things. However, when you start looking at The amount of bullshit that's involved in a lot of this stuff. Yes, so-and-so might have had a good news story at one point in time. Fine. It does not mean everything they say is reliable. It'll never change. They're not going to have to print a retraction. They didn't go with a bad source. It happens. Sometimes they just lie. Sometimes it's wrong. There's people out there who would like to create a narrative. 
figure out if you're living a narrative or not. If you're trying to coerce people into your way of thinking, your walk of life, into your superiority in many ways, right? Because I don't, if you ever have heard something from me and I've said, yep, smarter than you, better than you, and I go, all right, well, let's measure it. Guess what? I'm letting you pick how to measure it. So if you want to pick your level of botany, you know, maybe I know a ton about wrestling. And my dad wouldn't, he didn't care about wrestling anyway. But if I said, aha, I'm smarter than you, dad. And he goes, all right, let's name some birds. You know, because he loves bird watching. He's got his chemical, he's got an organic chemistry degree. And he's super amazing about like naming plants and all the stuff he's done as a hobby and farming and horticulture and beyond. And uh, so if I said, you pick how we're going to have this contest. We're going to see who's smarter. He's going to go, okay. Here's the four topics. Shit! You know, <laughs> if I say to you, I'm smarter than you, it's because I'm being full of shit. And what you should say to me is, oh yeah? Well, let's talk about this subject. And pick something random that you know the other person doesn't know anything about. They've let you create the playing field. Especially in my case, because I'm doing it to make a fool out of myself. It's an open door for you to make me inferior. You just... Pick wherever you want it to go. It's a playful thing like trash talking. Anybody who's talked about people being a bigot or they're sitting there, that's racist right there. Are you depriving people of their life, liberty, or rights? or anything? No. Are you talking trash about somebody? Maybe. Same thing that goes on in their cultural music. Redneck this, you know, hip-hop that. Are they putting each other down? Yeah. On their own race. Race is the species. All humans are part of our own race. You need to look into that. Well, that's not true, is it? Oh. You making fun of African Americans. Which African Americans? The people from Kenya or the people from Israel? What do you mean, Israel's in Africa? No, it ain't. Yeah, it is. Just like Russia's in Asia, but you don't call Russians Asians. That's the name of a continent. Wait, what do you, huh? Right, because if you call somebody a European, an Asian, an African, a Canadian, Canada, no, they're not a Canadian. They're North American. If you're going to classify people in terms of continents, guess what? Now you have to classify people that way. They're North American. He's a Mexican. No, he's a South American. Mm. Think about what you're saying. Hi, my name is Habulin. Yes, he's Indian. His country might be India, but he's actually Asian because India is in Asia. I mean, yeah, think about that. It's hard for people to grasp on to things like that. Now, that's not fair. You're making fun of those people. What are what people? I'm not making fun of all Asians. I love Russians. Maybe I don't like, I don't like this virus because it's from China. <laughs> the China virus. And do you really hate people from China? Because we know a lot of companies, we love things from China. We, you know, Maybe you're just talking trash amongst yourselves. Jocks are better than nerds, or better than this, or better than that. Does that mean they hate the high school class that they're in? No, but they hate a group of people, and that makes them, what? Competitive? Human? 
There's nothing about free speech that says you have to like each other. There's nothing about information that says you have to have great information. You can have full shit information. You'll be foolish, and you'll have unreliable information that's not true, but you'll have information. Now, that's the question. Forget that fact-checking stuff. Hook your information up to a colostomy bag, and then see how often you have to empty it. Because that's what you're looking at carrying around all the time. That's what's running down your leg. Talk about PPE. You get the right information, you won't be in these situations, right? You'll be a person who is making informed decisions with reliable and accurate information. You're walking out in weather. Oh, uh, uh, I should have looked at the forecast. Yes, you have apps on your phone for everything else in the world. Delete Candy Crush and download AccuWeather. No. What about when they're wrong about the snow? Well, you're better safe than sorry. But they're not, you know, they're, they could be somewhat misguided or exaggerate. But perhaps they're doing it just to keep you safe. I don't, you know, that's that's not wrong, right? You jump on, you get a bonus at work or any kind of production incentive or commission or anything else, and you jump all over your boss. You should have made the projections that much closer to reality. Yeah, so you could make less commission, or would you like to be overplanned? Oh, well, I I guess I'd like for you to be really wrong in that situation so I get more money. (laughs) Oh, is that right? So you'd like this to be inaccurate, but the other thing to be accurate. Which concept are you comfortable with there, buddy? Are you wanting to be someone who has the most functional, up-to-date, you know, minuscule information? Or are you a guy who's got pretty good aptitude and you can assess the situation and then there's... a decent amount of gray area that you're able to operate and survive in a very comfortable way because so many people have a soft shell and they get bad information and they're traumatized they get bad news they have one wrong word from somebody and what's you got all these words for these things that's gaslighting and that's triggering and that's this and that's this well it sounds like all those things have to do with firing or fire or firing pins or something i I don't understand all the wild language. I mean, at the end of the day, someone said something and you're unhappy. That's what it boils down to. You can be unhappy with them being right or wrong. You don't agree, perhaps. But if they have better information than you, well, yeah, you got the right to be upset. The First Amendment entitles you to the right to your wrong opinion. As I've, I don't remember who I took that from, but I used it a lot. And if you're looking around and you're hopeful to be one of these folks who's going to be the most informed, they're going to be a DIY person, they're going to add all these things to, to their skill set, their resume, their practical, uh, you know, maybe their toolbox around the house, right? I just want to be able to do more stuff. I want to feel a sense of accomplishment. Well, if all of those things are, you know, part of this web of lies that you've kind of put together like you know that's right i fixed that and now it's falling in the floor we were watching new girl last night and i fixed it cabinets falling down toilets overflowing whatever it might be you know you want the good fix or the fancy fix you know and that's really what you're looking at is someone going to tell you something to make you feel better today or are they going to give you the information that's going to allow you to be part of it an adaptive evolving world for tomorrow I'm always looking around at, you know, hey, there's, I got this thing I want to do next week. Maybe I should do some homework on it. There might be a test coming up. 
I'm out of school. There's no tests in the world. Yeah, there are. <laughs> so many things are a test. Can you attest to your information? Well, I think it's pretty good. Would you be willing to stand behind it, risk your life on it, put your children's future in the hands of that information? Well, then I would tell you that the word research might be something to add to your vocabulary. Take some extra time and do that. All of these ways that you're trying to find shortcuts, research is a shorter word than a shortcut. Take the most direct path. But have the most vital information, the most accurate information. Because in times like these, boy, that really would. I mean, it's, that's like the difference between happiness and misery or fatality. It all depends on how much you believe the information that's around you. But if you're not questioning things on a daily basis, you never had the right information to begin with. Time for the end of the song to cue uh, up. It's the end of my lunch break today. I appreciate you staying and listening with me. This has been another episode of Michael L. Craver Presents. Always happy to bring you little stories. Put some soap in your mouth and, and let me know. <laughs> Don't do that. I'll let you know how it goes in the next episode. But uh, I do implore you to take any information that I give to you or otherwise put it under a microscope. See what you get out of it. Be a scientist. It's the best thing you'll ever do. Have a great Tuesday and take care of yourselves. Time flies and it's so slow. I'm up and down like a yo-yo. I can't do it on my own. See, I've tried and I can't pull the sword from the stone.